1: Welcome, everybody. All right. We're talking about caring for narcissistic parents. But, you know, before we get into how to care for narcissistic parents... What we have to do is define what isn't that narcissistic parents and what they likely did to you as a child when you were younger. And then we can move into the caring for part. But we got to know how they're built. We got to know how their psychology is. And we have to know what their impact is on you before we get to the caring aspect. So, you know, often narcissistic parents perceive the independence of their child as a threat. And what distinguishes the narcissistic parent is a pervasive tendency to basically deny their child's independent selfhood. And the biggest telltale signs of a narcissistic parent usually includes emotional manipulation called gaslighting, a lack of empathy, and neglect. And a narcissistic parent can be defined basically as someone who lives through, is possessive of, and engages in, marginalizing the competition with the offspring. So they marginalize everyone else in compared to who they think they are. And typically, the narcissistic parent perceives the independence of a child, including adult children, as a threat and coerces the offspring to exist in the parent's shadow with unreasonable expectations. And in a, a narcissistic parenting relationship, as a child, they are rarely loved just for being themselves. And there's a whole lot of studies that have been conducted on the subject of narcissistic parenting and its impact on the offspring. And it's important to distinguish certain, you know, person-centered, parent-centered tendencies from chronic narcissistic parenting. A lot of parents want to show off their kids. They have high expectations. They may be firm at time uh, um, and they desire for their kids to to make them proud. None of these traits alone says that a person is a narcissist. But what distinguishes the narcissist, and this is important, they have a very pervasive tendency to deny the offspring, even as an adult, a sense of independent selfhood. And so the offspring exists merely to serve the selfish needs and uh, uh, mechanizations of the parents. And, And how do you know that a parent is narcissistic? Well, there's some really strong signs. Usually, they uh, live through their, their children. Most parents want their children to succeed, but some narcissistic parents set expectations not for the benefit of the child, but for the fulfillment of their own selfish needs and dreams. Instead of raising a kid whose own thoughts, emotions, and goals are nurtured and valued, the offspring, the kid, becomes a mere extension of the parent's personal wishes, and then their individuality d- diminishes. Also, as I spoke before, the marginalization, the, some narcissistic parents are threatened by their offspring, their kids, potential promise and their success as, as they challenge the parent's self-esteem. And consequently, the narcissistic mother or father want to make a concerted effort to put the kid down. So the parent remains superior. And, and that kind of marginalization is like somebody that nitpicks, is unreasonable in their judgment and criticism, they're unfavorable in their comparisons, their invalidation of positive things that happen, the rejection of success and accomplishments for their children, they can't stand it. And so that these these themes, these put downs, there are always something wrong with you. And if you're around a parent, there's always something wrong with you, can't ever be satisfied, that's narcissism. You know, also, they have this grandiose and superiority complex, highly judgmental people. A lot of parents that are narcissistic have a falsely inflated self-image and with a conceited sense about who they are and what they do. And individuals around the narcissist are not treated as human beings, but merely tools to be used for personal gain. And some children of narcissistic parents are objectified in the same manner, while others are taught to possess the same false superiority complex, which is like, you know, we're we're better than they are. The sense of grandiose entitlement, however, is the most exclusive based on superficial, egotistical, material crap in their life, and and it's it's at the the expense of a person's humanity that's tied to the narcissist. You know, they have this superficial image of themselves, and, and they they love to show others how special they are. They enjoy. Publicly parading what they consider their superior uh, things are, their material possessions, their physical appearance, their projects, their accomplishments, their background, their membership, their contacts in high places, their trophy spouse, whatever, you know, their kids, you know, they, they love to show things off. And some people think their life is actually centered around their kids, but their kids never even know that because they're neglected and abused. But the parent, the narcissistic parent wants to use their child as a trophy, as an object to make themselves look better. You know, there's also these, uh, you know, uh, it's amazing, but a lot of people say their mother or father displays something entirely different than when they go home you know? And then there's this manipulation and that's like guilt trips. They love to use guilt trips. And so I've done everything for you and you're so ungrateful. And by the way, When these people are parents and you end up being their caretaker, you're going to be hearing them use this manipulation that I'm giving you right now. Guilt trip. I've done everything for you and you're so ungrateful. Blaming. You know, it's your fault I'm not happy. Shaming. Your your poor performance is an embarrassment to the family. Negative comparisons. Why can't you be as good as your brother or your uncle or your cousin? You know, unreasonable pressure. Will you... You will perform at your best to make me proud. You know, manipulative and reward and punishment. If you don't pursue the college major I chose for you, I will cut off my support. There's a narcissist. Emotional coercion is another one of their lovely techniques. You're not a good... Kid, unless you measure up to my expectations, you know, a a common theme running through the forms of manipulation is that love is given as a conditional reward rather than the natural uh, expression of a healthy parent. And it's sad, but there's a lot of kids that learn this, and they go through this, and this shapes them that they have to live for their parents. So naturally, a lot of these kids end up being their parents' caretaker and being re-abused by their parent in a whole different way in which they voluntarily has signed up to do to take care of that narcissistic parent. But guilt, manipulation, all those things, emotional coercion, shaming, all of that is used, blaming, blaming. All of it's used by the narcissist as their arsenal to make you serve their needs all the way till the end. And they may even use whatever wealth or whatever inheritance that you may get as a, a token to try to guilt you and shame you into helping them. They're also very inflexible and very touchy. And so, you know, they are very just really sensitive people. You know, that narcissistic parents are highly rigid when it comes to expected behaviors of their kids. But contradictory, they're not for themselves. They regulate their kids on a, a down to minor details. And they even become upset when there's deviation. But some narcissistic parents are so sensitive and easily triggered, you know, the reasons for irritation towards the kid can vary greatly from the the child's lack of attention or obedience to perceived faults and shortcomings to being the presence of the parent in the wrong time, whatever it is, they love to make themselves inflexible and keep you on your guard to have to watch out for whatever they want. You know, uh, 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 <laughs> lack of empathy, that's a big one for narcissists, you know, one of the most common Things of a narcissist's father or mother is the inability to be mindful of a kid's own thoughts and feelings and validate them as real and important. Only what the parent thinks and feels matters. Children under this type of parental influence over time usually respond with, with some survival instincts. They may fight back and stand up. They may flee to create distance. Or they may begin to freeze and substitute their their invalidated real self with a false persona that they have to put up to adopt the traits that the narcissist will accept about them. That means they learn to not be themselves. They learn to be what the narcissist will, will accept. And that, my friends, is abuse. And it's horrible. But people do this. And it's done right now, all the time, all over the world and it's sad you know also there's this dependency and codependency that they really want to have because narcissists need a codependent to be uh, a narcissist you know that narcissist parents expect their children to take care of them for the rest of their lives and this type of dependency can be emotional physical or financial or all of the above And, and while there's nothing inherently wrong with taking care of older parents It's an admirable trait of anybody. But the narcissistic parent will typically manipulate offspring to make unreasonable sacrifices with little regard for their lives, for their kids' lives, their kids' priorities, their kids' needs. You know, some narcissistic parents, they also maneuver their their adult children into codependency. And so, you know, and that's when a person helps Uh, supports, enables another person's life, their uh, 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 irresponsibility, their immaturity, their underachievement, their addictions, their procrastination, their poor mental or physical health. That's what the narcissist wants. He wants the kid to serve as the servant to their failures in life. And then there's jealousy and and possessiveness. Narcissistic mother or father, they, they hope That a child will permanently dwell under the parent's influence. That they may become extremely jealous at any signs of a kid's growing maturity or independence or God forbid they fall in love with somebody, they'll make that person the enemy no matter how good they are because they're getting in the way of you serving your parents. You know, any perceived act of individuation, separation, choosing your own uh, career path, making friends. They have to be approved by the parent. And to spending time in your own priorities, that's interpreted as selfish, negative, and personally, why are you doing this to me? That's what the narcissist thinks. Why are you doing this to me? You know, God forbid you you have a, 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 a romantic partner, they may be viewed as a major threat and for frequently they're responded to with rejection, criticism, uh, competition. In the eyes of some narcissistic parents, no romantic partner is ever good enough for their kid. No interloper can ever challenge them for dominance of their child. Sad. Sad. Neglect. This, you know, these parents these narcissistic parents, they choose to focus primarily on their own self-absorbing interests, which to the narcissist are more exciting than child raising. And these activities may provide the narcissist with stimulation, validation, self-importance. This is what they crave. It's, it's, a, it's a career obsession or social flamboyance, personal adventures, hobbies, whatever it is that the parent wants, the child's left to either do what the parent wants or nothing. They do not get the support. The parent gets the support. You know, with, with narcissists, they groom their children to take care of them in their adult lives. And, you know, you, you for them, you can't leave them. It's nearly impossible to love them. And you feel like you want to pull your hair out whenever you're around them. You know, uh, it's amazing. But, you know, there's... there's a narcissistic tendencies often become less pronounced as a person ages, yet many family caregivers, especially adult children, would say that they deal with self-importance seniors daily. Whether they come in the form of uncompromising parent, uh, a selfish sibling, and exploitive in-laws, narcissists can be really hard uh, and a really hard burden for caregivers to bear. Emotionally, it is exhausting you know, uh, you know, a narcissistic personality disorder (NPD) is deeply ingrained and notoriously difficult to treat because it's formed from child abuse. So, one narcissistic part, uh, parent, trains another kid to be a narcissist, and then it goes on and on and on in the family, in the family chain. And these abuses that I've been outlining of what they do to their children. Creates the narcissist because that's how they learn how to manipulate their own children and how they learn how to parent and how they learn how to be a spouse. That's how they learn it. They learn it from these flaws from their narcissistic parent, and then they carry that on into their life in one shape or another. You know, personality disorders are uh, created, once again, from child neglect, child abuse, and it's, it's really hard to treat it, and you certainly can't medicate it. You can try, um, but it just doesn't work most of the time, quite frankly. You know, this disorder can really help caregivers better navigate relationships with aging narcissists by trying to understand who the narcissist is, how they operate. So if you know what the operating system is, you don't take it so personal. You understand that I'm dealing with a narcissistic parent. And I'm not going to sell myself out, and that means we're going to talk about we're going to talk about later, which is better boundaries. So let's look at what a narcissistic personality disorder is, just from um, DSM-5, which is the diagnostic manual for mental disorders. 5th edition, and basically it describes narcissism as a specific set of improvements in one's identity and self-direction, impairments in personal functioning, pathological personality traits, narcissistic behaviors marked by antagonism, which involves uh, a lack of empathy for other people, uh, attention-seeking behaviors, manipulativeness, deceitfulness, callousness. They don't hold anybody, they don't hold themselves to the standards that that they hold other people. You know, while most people tend to have a rigid concept of what a a classic narcissist acts like, there's, there's there's a few different types of narcissism. You know, a narcissist can be a grandiose peacock who struts about, flaunting their imagined sense of superiority in your face. Or they can be charming and outwardly caring until you get in their way. And then the covert narcissist may become uh, uh, as shy, uh, self-deprecating, introverted, and sensitive. And in fact, their penchant and knack for manipulating those around them can make some narcissists difficult to identify. You know, so (laughs) avoid black and white thinking. And that's what narcissists do. They love to make life simple. That makes it so they don't have to think that life is going to be the way I want it to be. And that black and white thinking is exactly how narcissism operates. You're either all this or you're all that. And that's what they treat you like. And you better be loyal because loyalty is a big deal for a narcissist. If you're not loyal, you're not on my team. And that creates a big problem if your kid stuck with a parent who is basically in the role of shaping you into a new adult. All right, we're going to take another break. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to break this thing out and identify, could you be caring for a narcissistic parent? So come back.
2: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America
1: Empowerment.
0: one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856.
2: Listen for Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. Her show topics cover creating lasting transformation in challenging environments and how creating change can have an impact on the success of individuals from a mind, body, and spirit perspective. It's going to be inspiring and uplifting each week. So tune in on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and also listen on the Voice America Business and Influencers Channels transformation takes one step at a time it's time it's time to serve learn change the world tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world hosted by NYLC's CEO Amy Muir's the program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them we make connections with others through stories of change partnership and new perspectives of issues facing the world today Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time, or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
0: You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest,
1: Welcome back, everybody. All right. We're talking about caring for a narcissistic parent. Are you? If you think that you may be caring for an elderly narcissist, consider how pervasive your care recipient's sense of self-importance is. Do their needs, no matter how trivial, always come before those of others? You know, you have to wonder, are they hypersensitive to criticism? Are feelings like fear, obligation, and guilt a regular part of your caregiving routine? You know, does your care recipient encourage or provoke these emotions to use them to your advantage, to their advantage, like a tactic known as uh, blackmail, emotional blackmail or fog or gaslighting? You know, if you answer yes to any of these questions, it it really doesn't uh, necessarily mean your parents are narcissists or the person you're caring for is, however, understanding their thought processes can help you learn how to navigate the more abrasive aspects of their personality. It's also important to consider whether it's a senior's personality that is much the same as it's been over the course of their life or whether new characteristics are emerging. Because if they have been noticeably ostentatious, manipulative, intention-seeking, self-absorbed for years... Chances are that they've always been and likely always will be a narcissist. You know, however, you know, a senior who suddenly develops narcissistic tendencies following a major life event, such as loss of a spouse or the onset of a health issue, they may be suffering from a different mental disorder like depression. Grief and anxiety can manifest in strange ways, and it's important to rule out new or unusual changes in mood and behavior if you're a medical doctor or a psychologist or a therapist. So in some cases, these symptoms can be more easily treated, uh, or they may point to an underlying medical problem like the onset of dementia. You know, what causes a person to be a narcissist? For From a family caregiver, it is sometimes feels as though one is constantly surrounded by self-important people who demand our time and attention but offer little to no thanks and refuse to reciprocate. For true narcissists, their behavior patterns often extend far into their past, but they do not emerge fully formed from the womb. They tend to emerge As life goes by and when they get into the position of power of being a spouse, a parent, a dog owner, a cat owner, a pet owner, whatever, they take that narcissistic tendency and that sense of real power and they use it. You know, self-centered people are generally a product of two greatly influential forces, their biology and their environment. You know, it makes sense. People are genetically programmed to be concerned for their individual health and well-being. And even when it sometimes comes at the expense of other people, narcissistic personalities is thought to be hereditary. And if you also combine the biological features with the environment, uh, such as neglect or abuse or overparenting or, you know, hover mom, you know, it's not difficult to see how a person could develop narcissistic tendencies, you know you know how if you're going to have to deal with a narcissistic parent for the rest of your life that in itself can be depressive and cause panic attacks and cause major anxiety and cause you to have to medicate yourself whether it's drugs or alcohol or something you're going to have to fall into that if you're stuck with this narcissistic parent and the guilt and shame of having to take care of them. You know, the dynamics that exist in a caregiving relationship is already super complex for even the most healthy and tight-knit families, but when a care recipient is narcissist and they have narcissistic tendencies, it's really frustrating, and it's extremely painful for the person trying to provide care, especially if you're one of these people that is a giver, I give and I give and a give and a give, but you never get because the narcissists love the giver because they will suck the soul straight out of your body by their demands, by their needs, by their attention seeking behavior, by their ego, by their guilt, by their shame. That's how they go. You know? If you're taking care of a family member who's narcissistic, you know you, you need to make they can make things really hard to navigate because patterns between aging parents and adult children are typically longstanding. So the emotions involved can be pretty intense because that parent knows how to manipulate you. They know your weaknesses, they know your flaws, they know your hot spots. And that's what they have done their whole life to figure out how to get their own needs met through you. So it's easy to come entrenched in an unproductive cycle of emotional blackmail, verbal blow-ups, if caregivers are not careful when dealing with a narcissistic mother or father. If a senior is behaving in a selfish manner, you know the best option is to avoid being baited into outright confrontation at all costs. Before directly challenging an aging narcissist, the caregiver should first determine what they want to achieve by confronting the problem. If the issue is a minor one, it might be best for the adult child to secede for the victory of the parent. But if it's a major compromise, you need to set a boundary. No, if it's getting in the way of you raising your own kids, if it's getting in the way of your marriage, it's getting in the way of your time to take care of yourself, you need to think about all that. Those three should come first before caregiving for that parent. You know, if, if on the other hand, the issue affects the health and well-being of the caregiver and, or their care recipient, then the caregiver should seek to address the problem in a productive way. One way to do this is by aligning what you want the narcissist to do with their own interests. For example, if your parent refuses to take their medication because they think the providing uh, physician is a quack... Simply remind them that they're more likely to have to attend another appointment and endure the doctor's uneducated ramblings if they don't take the pills. Conversely, if they take the medication, they'll be able to avoid further unnecessary trips to the doctor's office. Solution! Yay! You know, narcissists may be uh, master manipulators and notoriously difficult to care for. But there are a lot of strategies that can help you get your way without wanting to pull your hair out. Most family caregivers are uncomfortable with using techniques. But at first, by learning to detach and setting boundaries, you are going to learn how to take care of yourself and how to help them take care of themselves, which is the ultimate goal. So if you're going to defend yourself... You, you know, an, er, an elderly narcissist is unlikely to change, and you have to come to terms with that. In fact, most psychologists are going to tell you it's really challenging to treat even young, physically healthy people that are narcissists. You know, caregiving for a narcissist is, is likely to challenge the core of your being. You know, people suffer a lot of things when they don't set these boundaries and put personal limits on what they can and cannot do. You know, you may want to work with a, a therapist, such you know, or, or to help sort through your feelings and hone the tools you need to recognize to cope with emotional blackmail. You know, you have to set personal limits while you contact this person, while you're in contact with them, because they continue to try to influence you over and over and over again. And just to understand, we're not talking about good or evil we're talking someone that's been abused. They're human beings. The problem is their brain has been warped by the way that they were raised. It's also important to remember that a relationship with a narcissist is essentially a one-way street. And these people with narcissistic tendencies are so caught up in themselves that they have a limited ability to love other people or understand their perspectives or the value of their emotions or truly accept the reality that you know that they would actually acknowledge your role in their life you know as a protector as a provider as someone who lacks the uh, ability to reciprocate with feelings of love and appreciation and tolerance is what a a narcissist is going to exhibit and so it's really important that you are able to respect your limits while caregiving if if, if you're uh, struggling to come to terms with your feelings and your mental and physical health are suffering, it's likely time to set stricter boundaries with the narcissist by walking away altogether. In fact, professional health care workers from an in-home care companies and senior living facilities may be more successful in providing quality care because they do not have a personal history of being manipulated by the narcissist. As a matter of fact, it's probably better that they're in a facility where they are helped by somebody who is very objective because they see this all day long, every day. You know, The last thing a narcissist wants is for their caregiver's needs or anyone's needs, really, to supersede their own. Really, what a narcissist believes is when their feelings, their needs are first, all is right in the world. And so, you know, caregivers are selfless people often, and these kids that have been groomed to be caretakers for the narcissist are often used to their advantage. And, and, and you, you must remember that you are important. Your health, your happiness matter. My grandmother always told me, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. You will run out of gas if you don't take care of yourself. And yes, your health, your peace, your happiness all matter. And anybody that depends on you, it matters to them too. And you do not want to turn into what your parents ended up doing with their life. Making meaningful changes to your care plan will require you to act on your own self-interest for once. And that may be contradictory to how you grew up. But many family caregivers must make the difficult decision to go low on contact even no contact with their narcissistic parents. And it'll be tough, but it's certainly not something to feel guilty about. It's a necessity. If you have a narcissistic mother, that is, oh my gosh, enormously challenging. The narcissists are so absorbed, they often see their kids as extensions of themselves, and often children feel unheard, and they feel unknown, they, see, they feel like they're used by their narcissistic parent. But, you know, there's certain things that mothers as narcissists often do. You know, they seem, uh, they often use the self-sacrificing thing on their kids, like someone who's always doing things for them and never thinking for themselves. That's their image of themselves when it's exactly the opposite. You know, a a, a narcissistic mother may be a a class parent or a PTO president or a soccer coach, but that involvement is self-serving. She does it because she wants the attention and needs to be involved in every decision. And if you're an adult, she may be too involved in your life. She might make what you do more about her than you. Maybe you're planning a wedding, but she refuses to come if you invite your father. Or when you talk, she always shifts the focus back to herself. Or if you, you know, she'll do the one-up story where you tell a story and then she'll tell a more important story that reflects on her sacrifices in, in her life. You know, it's, if, if, if you have children, they may work hard to become your parenting partner, even if it means pushing aside the other parent. If if your mother's a narcissist, she may be emotionally manipulative and coercive. And those are signs that you're dealing with that. And you really, really, really have to come to understand that this is not healthy, you know? And, 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 uh, Basically, you know, narcissistic parents may give up unrealistic positive feedback, which can suddenly turn into overly harsh and punitive criticism coming from the narcissistic parent. They'll love to tell you how to raise your own kids, by the way. You know? You really have to, uh, these these things, you know, uh, your mother may not see who you are inside. Aside from being an extension of themselves, they may not know who you really are. And that's hard to believe. But they're so self-absorbed and they have so much entitlement, they don't know how to understand or accept your feelings and get anxious and angry when they feel rejected and criticized. Or they feel that you're saying to them that uh, they're inconvenient to you. You know, there's these signs, a strong sense, and we've gone over this earlier, but it's a strong sense of grandiosity, like they have high levels of self-esteem, self-importance, self-confidence. They feel like they're superior. They'll tell the same stories about their life over and over and over again to make themselves look good. Also, their arrogant attitude or behavior. Uh, they uh, they take advantage of others to get what they want. They believe they're unique, they're special. No one else is. Exaggerating achievements and talents. That's what they do. They lie, and manipulate. Excessive need for admiration. Feeling envy, envy towards others, and thinking others envy them. You know they often lack empathy, compassion. You know fantasies of brilliance, power, success. Often floats around in their brain. You know, a sense of entitlement, like they deserve special treatment for being who they are. You know, you you really have to wonder, can can your mom or your dad handle negative feedback? Do they seem overly concerned about how they look to others? Do they need you to prop up their them with compliments and positive feedback? Do they need others to know they're the most overworked, underappreciated, giving person? Do they need to make it clear that you owe her something or him something? You know, do you do you feel the need to be a certain way or achieve something for their love and their approval? Do they feed off your attention in ways that feel uncomfortable? These are things you have to ask yourself. You have to set boundaries. You have to remember, narcissists think in terms of everything is about them. So you need to refuse to be interrogated, and yes, there's a difference between someone asking questions and someone interrogating you. That's an important thing. Interrogation is why, 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 what, when, how, and they have 50 million questions, and that is going to drive any person crazy. But narcissists do that as a form of manipulation because they want to make their point and you, they want you to do what they want. They also reject any kind of criticism or verbal response and they love to be a victim. They love to play the victim role. And who are they a victim of? You. If you're going to be their caregiver, you become the person they are a victim of. You know, what are you gonna do if they're a narcissist? You gotta set boundaries. You create and maintain healthy boundaries. Be clear about what's okay and what isn't. Here's the deal: people listen to how you say no. If you think about little children, they could care less if you say no. What they care more about is how hard it is for you to say no. So when you say no, say it flat and straight. No. They say what but what but, but you know huh? And you say no means no. And that's that. You leave it. No. You don't have to make no a big emotional Broadway production. You don't have to him and haw. You, it, it's all interpreted as there's a yes inside you. All right. We're going to go further into the tools that you're going to need, especially with a mother who is a narcissist. And then we're going to go to uh, people, uh, women especially, the victims of narcissistic parents, which is often women. So come back.
2: Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856.
2: Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley
0: What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
2: (laughs) Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
0: You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest... Please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology.
1: Welcome back, everybody. All right, what are you going to do your mother is a narcissist and you have to be their caretaker? Number one is you want to stay calm. You know, you want to try not to react emotionally to what they say. And here's the, you know, or take it as an insult because basically the narcissist wants a reaction from you because it means they have control and can shift the mood as they please. Your calm is your power. And you need to remember that. It's really important to understand the concept of bullying. Bullying. Uh, you know, a, like a dog with a squeaky toy, if they chew on a squeaky toy, they're going to try to chew the squeaky out because they want to show you how powerful they are. And they love the squeaky because it's like, oh, this dog's so powerful. Oh, it's awful. It's my whole life it's in its hands. Oh. You know, the squeaky toy is giving it feedback that it's powerful. And that's what the dog wants. The problem is if you take the squeaky out of the toy, Guess what happens? The toy sits in a corner, never to be seen again, never to be chewed on, never to be played with because it doesn't give them the feedback that they're looking for. Well, a narcissistic parent, if you're going to be the caretaker for them, is exactly like the dog with with the squeaky toy. And guess who's the squeaky toy? You are. And so you want to load yourself with staying calm and not reactive. If somebody's going to say bad things to you, They're baiting you for a response, and they want to gaslight you to make you feel like you're crazy, and you need to do what they want, and they're right. You also want to plan your responses. You know, have a really respectful exit strategy when conversations go off the rails, like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Simple statement, isn't it? But it works like a charm. I'm sorry you feel that way, you know? Prepare and practice. You know, have to get going or uh, we'll have to just agree to disagree. You know, you have to also learn to let go. You may feel pressure to keep your uh, mother or father happy if they're a narcissist or you want to be a perfect daughter or a perfect son. There's no such thing in this life as perfect. If you're going to try to be perfect, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Let go of the thoughts. Remember, it isn't your job to make your mother feel special, needed, or even relevant. That's her job. You also should get help. You know, talk to a a counselor if you need to. They can help you understand how narcissism affects you and learn how to break the cycle. They also, you really need to, you know, it may be best to have uh, limited or no contact with your mother or father, especially if they're abusive or violent. You know, if you're going to be their caretaker, instead, you want to focus on things that you can control. You know, I have no contact with my family you know, that may be the only way to deal with a narcissistic mother if you're you're grown and your happiness becomes a priority. You know, if you and here's some things that you don't want to do if you have a mother or father who's a narcissist you know, number 1, do not expect an apology. Narcissists are very unlikely to accept critical feedback. They often they have excuses, they have justifications for their behavior, but they may not see themselves as wrong or their behavior is bad. They probably think they're the victim, not you because that's what they have to believe. That's their demented, delusional way of thinking. You know, don't try to fix them either cuz you can't. You can't change personality. Narcissists grow up with narcissistic parents. They're used to being hurt by them. That's something she has no control over and likely won't heal from if it's your mother or your father. It may help to build compassion for their struggles and recognize that they just don't have a conscience. Also, you really want to try to have the best relationship you you can with that parent, but you want to think about when the two of you are good together. You know, do you share talent or do you share an interest? Try to bond on that, not on being their full-time caretaker. You know, parents with narcissistic traits don't accept or understand their children's feelings. And so, you know, you have to look at, at... at understanding the beauty of boundaries. You know, what is a boundary? Simply put, a boundary is an acknowledgement of what you want and don't want and how you're willing to be treated and not treated. Setting boundaries, I know it creates a lot of anxiety. But, you know, if you're going to have a narcissistic parent, especially when they're setting their boundaries, you need to set your own. You need to identify what you want, you know, This step might be easier said than done, but but putting other people's needs before your own could be your own default setting. You know, also identify the feelings that come up when you identify what you want. You know, core feelings for women with narcissistic parents are often guilt, anger, and shame. And that's not just women. It could be men. But remind yourself, no matter how you feel, feelings pass. You know, to most people, happy moments feel fleeting. Negative moments feel forever. They just feel like they go on. You know, when negative feelings come up, notice where you feel them, you know, is it in your neck, your stomach, your your chest, your hands, uh, you know, whatever. Find something that's soothing. Breathe color into that space in your body if you can. Breathe. Relax. Drink some water. Do something different. Listen to some music. Take a break. Take take a, uh, and this is a good one, is take time outs with your parent. If you're having to deal with them and they're being whatever, give them a half hour and say, look, I'm going to come back. And if you're not, you know, talking to me like an adult or talking to me respectfully, then we're going to take another time out because I I can't deal with this. You know, the goal is to um, change your relationship, you know, make it no longer about fear and make it more about faith, you know, be positive positive." And accept the idea that they are where they are, and you're not going to be able to be the one to fix it. You know, it, it's really important to get to understand that narcissistic parents want their kids' performance to reflect on them. They want they want to be able to tell everybody else what their child is doing for them. for them, because that makes them to be important. That means I have a kid that loves me. You're in a nursing home, but my kid loves me and takes care of me. You know, they take pride in that, but they also they take advantage of it. And you have to understand that it's all about them. You know, they may be trying to compensate for what they believe are their own shortcomings. They may also rely on their kid's success to bolster themselves up. And in doing so, they're failing to see that their kid is a unique and autonomous person. And here in the United States, especially, the one thing that most people value is a thing called rugged individualism, that it means we're all responsible for our own survival. But if you're having to drag narcissistic parents along throughout the course of your life, especially during your earning years when you're 40 to 55 to 60, that's going to be a real challenge. And you really have to navigate, what am I sacrificing in order to take care of the parent? It's not a bad thing to take care of the parent, but you have to have the boundaries to make it work. You know, um... They want to feed off of what you're doing for them. You know, the biggest problem with it, with narcissistic parents is they try to build their children up, but they're actually neglecting to recognize and support their independent sense of self. Instead, the child feels a heavy amount of pressure from their parents. They may even carry fears of falling short and that sense that they will never be good enough because they're trying to be approved by their parent. They're trying, which is an approval they'll they'll probably never get from a narcissistic parent. Everybody else in the world could tell them how great they are, but it doesn't matter because their narcissistic parent won't do it. And if they won't do it, the child has to convince themselves in their adult life that they are worthy. And I do have to listen to other people and I need to stop listening to my, uh, my, my parent and I have to believe in myself. And the other part is they want to break your will as a human being. They want to break your will and manipulate you to live for them and if they do that we as caretakers will fall into depression you know you have to understand you know if you're going to have if you have issues with your narcissistic parent you have to worry that, that, that the lack of unconditional love is there that's that's not motivating You know, and and you have to set time aside for you. If you're going to be dealing with somebody who's completely narcissistic, that treats you like somebody that's supposed to be fixing their house or, you know, whatever, you know, they see you as an extension of them. Instead of being encouraged to have your own personality, your parent basically expected you to make them look good. Many parents can fall into having unfair expectations like being controlling, demanding you make them proud, you know. We talked about this earlier, but the parent refuses to ever see you as an individual. And if they keep you off balance, that's how they like to manipulate you. They keep you off balance as to seeing yourself through their eyes rather than your own eyes. Even when you're a grown-up yourself, you're supposed to be what they want you to be. They also... Uh, lived without their wishes and dreams through you. So you wore the clothes they wanted you to be dressed in. They played the violin or the piano or a certain sport because they did. You wanted to, to, but were never given the opportunity to be yourself, to make choices for you as a person that you are. And that's an important thing to understand. You know, we expected to go to a certain university that they went to or have a career that they wanted, but were never allowed to go for. And also, you're trained to give them ultimate admiration. You know, as young children, we naturally look up to our parents, but a narcissistic parents would encourage this, asking you if they are pretty or if you think they're the best or making sure you know their previous accomplishments. And when you become older and dared to notice your parent wasn't doing something other parents were or even made a hint that your parent wasn't doing things right, this would be met with a quick anger and punishment. In the form of withdrawal and affection or sudden, you know, unable to afford your school or to, or to afford helping you. Whatever they're doing, whatever power that they have in their life, they're going to take it away if you're not admiring them. You know, it, it, they also love to question what you were told was not an option. You were, you were to be in line with your narcissistic parent when you grew up. They had rigidity that you did what they want. And there was no negotiating. Their ideas, their desires, that became your childhood. And healthy parenting or even good enough parenting embraces a, a child disagreeing, developing their own ideas. And uh, narcissistic parents demand that you do not disagree. You know, if you were never able to uh, allow to upset your parent or, or and have emotions that they didn't like, that's what a narcissist would do. They would take your emotional context away from you and make it about them. And and, and then they would use shame and belittle you because that's their main tool, shame and guilt. And so that's going to carry into their caregiving as adults. And so you have to understand that these are coping skills. These are the way they have learned to live life. This is where they are flawed as a human being. And the other important thing is to step back and start to look at them by their name rather than who they are as mom or dad. You need to strip that label away and call them by their name so that they're humanized, so that you can understand that you can't give them all this power. You don't need a parent when you're an adult. You are basically having a volunteer voluntary relationship with this person in your life and that's why you have all the power and you need to understand how to deflect these people you know if you lived on eggshells your whole life you know if they're quick to anger you know no chance to explain why you did what you did you always met with fury and, and punishment that's a narcissistic parent in full operation you know if you're not if you're weak in public that's a narcissistic parent. They will criticize you for that. You know, if you were set against your siblings, and uh, you know, your brother's better than you, you know, that kind of crap, then you're going to be manipulated to think you're less than. You know, if you were blocked from being independent and if your love came with conditions that, you know, you you have to do this, this, this to get this, you were gaslighted. And that's an important thing to understand. That's our show. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. You know, I love hearing from you. And by the way, this show came from one of our listeners who brought this to my attention last week. And I put this show together in front of a whole bunch of others that I've already written because I thought it was so important for all of you. Now, you can get a hold of me via our webpage at voiceamerica.com, the Empowerment Channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now, remember, toxic people try to make you think you hold a grudge when you're drawing a boundary. Also, a narcissist will tell you all they have done for you without a word about all you've done for them. And narcissists don't co-parent. They counter-parent. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: That's our show for this week.